Good morning, America. Welcome to Finally Friday, October the 13th. Wait a minute, is it true? Yep, it is. Friday the 13th, 2023. Robbie oh, yeah. and Rochelle in the morning. Boss Big Show back at it here. 1071-997 FM on the Boss app and at 1071theboss.com. Another huge broadcast set to go full of enticements and surprises for your listening pleasure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or maybe not. I don't know. I might, I might just be making all of that up. <laughs> Yeah, that's Most right, Joe. We have all the accoutrements of an exciting radio extravaganza for a Friday. That. I like it. That. I yeah. like it. I got the thesaurus out this morning, clearly. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Just saying words. Big words. Yeah, well done. Well done. <laughs> Big words. <laughs> I said to Joe, I think you got a, a sponsorship for the traffic reports this morning. He goes, oh, yeah, what time? I go, seven. No, hang on. Eight. No, no, that's not it. 7.30. And he's just laughing. Like, I can't read this damn screen. I can't see it. <laughs> Too little. These computer overlords taking over. Maybe I do want the AI robot walking in here so we could just tell oh, me. Geez. The report is at 7.30. You know, that might be nice. You know you can make your screen that's bigger, right? Fun. Well, see, yeah, you, you know uh, you can do that. All right, here's here's the uh, sequence of events that have happened this morning. I forgot to, uh, <laughs> we went out last night. I told you we were going apple picking. So we, we did, did. The, did the apple picking. Mm-hmm. That was pretty fun. It was and fun. had to go do Mexican. Now we went and did the Mexican did. food over there in South Brunswick because there happens to be a very convenient on the border near the uh, farm where she wanted to go. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And you got a uh, excellent picture of the uh, the evening sun. I did. Over the pumpkin patch. I was pretending to be a Aww. photographer and I got down on the ground in the dirt and I got this amazing <laughs> angle of this pumpkin with the sunset right behind it. It's mm-hmm. very pretty. You're basically Annie Leibovitz. It basically. Was, it was impressive. Yeah. yeah. But we picked some, uh, picked some apples. Uh, I'll tell you what, they're already picked over this early in the season. Yeah. There are a lot of people out there uh, picking those apples. And so some of the trees are pretty bare and or wow. they, the apples had fallen. So you kind of had that odor of apple vinegar as you walk through. Mm-hmm. Part of the apple orchard, but we found some trees that were pretty good, and we filled up a bag full of the apples, so there's some apple pie in my future. Yes. And then we did the Excellent. Mexican food, and that was good, but we got home later than usual, and that disrupted my normal routine, so I forgot to make the coffee. So fast forward to this morning, where there's no <laughs> coffee in the house as I come stumbling out of the bedroom getting ready to leave for the show this morning. Mm-hmm. So she says, well, listen, uh, I'm going to go and get coffee. You go. So I came in, and then I come in here, and just to make things even more complicated, in addition to this new thing, this new system we've got with no paper in the room, uh, Van Dusen left all the things set up the way he likes it in here. He's got his own deal. Like when he flies the plane, totally different deal. So right. I came in here, and I and again, I can't see. I don't know what's going on with me. I got to go to the eye doctor because I'm trying to bring all this stuff. I had to do the whole... The whole thing, you got to set the, the configure because I don't know how to fly the plane, if you will, oh. the way he's got it set up. It just, I don't know what he's doing. So I had to go and change it all. I know how to log out of his and log into mine, but oh my, all the little boxes, you got to minimize the, the little boxes on the screen. Oh, that's mm. stressful. <laughs> well, well somebody's- you know, again, I know we've said this before, but yeah. if you got there more than four minutes before <laughs> the show started, maybe it wouldn't be as stressful. I just explained to you that there was no coffee in the house this morning, so no matter no, what I, understand I did, that. <laughs> we were running around like Scooby-Doo, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like somebody's going to get a note later today. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's got to remember, he's got to remember to leave it like that. And you know what's crazy to me is that everybody else just went along with that. You know, because Jack was already gone by the time I get oh, here. Oh, yeah. So I guess everyone else is just fine with it, but I can't see the screen. I'm not a young whippersnapper like Jack. <laughs> and I'm not that old. So I don't know how, I don't know how much more macular degeneration I could have here. I don't know how much worse it could possibly get because I'm having such a hard time. So then the first question this morning, oh, hey, uh, you got any traffic report sponsors? I don't know. 7, 7, 30, 9, 4 o'clock this afternoon. I don't I know what time see. it is, Joe. I don't know, Joe. Uh, it sounds bad. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's the sequence of events from last night to this morning. How was your evening? Me? Oh, I was fine. I just hung out here. I had nothing. I you know there was nothing going on here. 
Nice and dull and boring. Well, you're jamming this weekend, right? You got the Jets game. You got the oh, Rutgers yeah, game. Oh, yeah, I know. I know, yeah. And it's going to pour rain tomorrow, they're saying. So uh, mm. that's always fun when you have uh, a rainy football game. Actually, it might help Rutgers a little bit, but we'll see. Who are they they're playing tomorrow? favorites. Michigan State. Oh, all right. It's Michigan but State. But they are a five-point favorite. It shows you how, I mean, Michigan State has just crashed and burned. They're horrible. Yeah. Well, we have a good friend whose son plays on that team. I was so. going to say, best man Cal, who appears on this show from time to time, his son right. happens to be on that football team. See, that means What's he's in town. Uh, Cagno. Yeah. Grant Cal oh, okay. Cagno. Oh, Cal Cagno. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yep. So his jersey, I think he's number 58. Well, he that. must must be here, right? Yeah, he'll be here, obviously, yeah. if he's if he's playing it's His first big trip to Piscataway. Mm-hmm. That's kind of exciting. <laughs> they play rain or shine, right, Joe? It doesn't matter if it's pouring oh. rain. They play, right? Robbie. What? Don't say something silly like that. Of course they play in Rainers. Well, I don't know if there's delays it's or something. Football. I mean, the, the Yankees cancel games well, sometimes. I don't know. Because that's baseball. Football <laughs> plays in everything. Unless <laughs> unless there's lightning, in which case they will delay the game. They, yeah. They'll like delay, it. but they usually don't cancel unless, I mean, I, I can't ever think of a time that a football game was completely canceled. Complete, sure. they'll, they'll sit and wait. I mean, if yeah, there's they lightning will. They'll, around, wait all they'll day. just sit and wait. All right. Here is the Michigan State game notes. Hmm. 58. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, he didn't you show sure? up. Huh? I thought he was fifty-eight. I could be wrong. It's a high. It's a high number. I do know that. <laughs> what time's that traffic report at? I don't know. What, Seven, what, eight, what, nine. What, I don't know. What position does he play? I have no idea. Okay. I think offensive line. Line. Uh, let me see. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm, and by the way, if we do find out, what's Joe going to do? He's not going to run in the field to go introduce no. himself to the kid. What does he care yeah. anyway? I might just give him a little extra love if he makes it down. Right. Now, our friend uh, Cal oh, wouldn't wouldn't oh. be in town, would he? He's 85. I'm sorry. I'm dyslexic. Oh, well, that was close. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I knew yeah, it was a five numbers, and an right? eight. <laughs> yeah. All two of them. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, Wide that's... receiver, six foot one, nine. He's a freshman. He's yeah, a freshman. He's a freshman yeah. yeah. And he's from Rochester, Michigan. Yep. That's right. Yeah. Rochester Hills High School. His dad was the best man in our wedding. Oh. So. Well, he's uh, what do you call it? He's a... Uh, um, Oh, he's a, he's a yeah. He's a, all right. He'll be he's a freshman. You know, a lot of those those big schools like that, the freshmen don't play very much. But yeah, he's he's played a couple times. I've I've gone on and watched some of the reels, but it's you know we'll see if he'll play against Rutgers. Speaking of football, right, well, we'll see. Yeah, speaking of football, let me know. I could have gotten you. I would have gotten you a ticket. To <laughs> no, she's traveling this weekend. Yeah. Speaking, oh, I was going to say speaking of football, we'll have your uh, eight forty five high school uh, yes. football wrap up here in my hot little hands. It's all set and ready to go. Beautiful. You've had the. Experience I think most parents have when they have a kid of a certain age, and Lola's about to turn 13 in just a few weeks, mm-hmm. about to officially become a teenager. Yes, she is. Although she's been acting like one for a while now. <laughs> yeah, since she was about five. She comes to you and says, I want you to see if you can get tickets. We'll go see that Taylor Swift movie. Yes. Which will be part of the big hubbub going on this weekend, this big moment mm-hmm. in pop culture. Go see the Taylor Swift movie. Kind of feels like uh, when the Beatles put out A Hard Day's Night. Right. You know, all you do is see him on TV. You're all you do is hear the music on the radio. The concert tour happens. Now there's a movie. Same yes. thing going on with Taylor. And she says, "Mom, I'd like to go. Can you get tickets?" So of course you buy the tickets, and they're not cheap. And then there's no. the the swag that's got to go with it. The two of you have been planning outfits to wear. We have, yeah. We are each doing a different tour, and we're we're having outfits that mimic that tour. Mm-hmm. So she's doing she reputation. A certain motif for yeah, each she's of the... doing the reputation tour. I'm doing the midnight tour. That means nothing to me. I don't I know, know what just that. Just letting you know. I don't know what that is. But anyhow, 
I, I have seen the two of you planning outfits and sending pictures of each other of what do you think this would look like. And this kind of looks like that dress that Taylor wore mm-hmm. back in 2015 when she was doing this. And uh, on and on it goes for about two weeks now. The movie opens this weekend. You're going tomorrow night. Yes. Tickets are purchased. Mm-hmm. The plans have been made. Mm-hmm. Get a phone call about 6 o'clock last night. Mom, my friends want to go see Taylor Swift. I'd like to go with them instead. You've had the experience that just about every parent of a kid this age has. Mm -hmm. You think they want to hang out with you, and then you realize they'd rather be with their friends. So how are you feeling about this? I said, I think it'd be kind of rotten of her to go with her friends and not you, because you've been planning this for so long, she can go with her friends the following night or next weekend or something. She can. Gotta hang out with mom. I know, but all of her friends are going on the night of the premiere, so I do understand. I understand being at that age. However, mm-hmm. this show is sold out. Right. So you can't tell me the day before you want this to happen that you want to go to a different theater at right. a different time and something completely different than we've been planning for weeks. So I told her, I said, if you can find a ticket, I will take you with your friends. That's fine. I don't. Re- I-, I would. Who's like buying to- this other ticket? Well, I'm not buying it. I said, if you can find a free ticket, <laughs> you can go. And that's right. exactly what I said to her. I'm not buying another ticket. They're like 30 right. bucks a piece. Here's the other piece of good news is you control the transportation. This is true. She can't get her own Uber. No, she, she can't. She ain't got no car. <laughs> she probably could get her own Uber. Well, let's she be probably, honest. <laughs> <laughs> she probably would be sharp enough to figure that out. But yes. you got three more years before she's really a terror, okay? I know. You say it's the 13th. Interesting conversation with Chris Hayes. He is the host of MSNBC's 8 p.m. hour, All In. I know some people might raise an eyebrow and go, why are you going to have an MSNBC guy? Last week, we talked to uh, Adam Carolla, so I thought we'd do one on the right, one on the left. And next week, uh, Brett Baer from Fox News will be here. Keep it fair. Well, I just, uh, you know, this is obviously primarily an entertainment, a comedy program. But from time to time, there are enough things going on in the world. And I'm fascinated by these things. And it's interesting to pick these people's brains and not have everything be political or opinionated and just mm-hmm. kind of see what they think is they're right there on the front lines and they're talking to the decision makers you know so be interesting to talk to chris and he's doing a a live thing recording his show in philadelphia oh Monday. that's fun so just down the roadway so we'll talk to chris this morning about seven o'clock a little special uh, we're kind of doing like friday morning yeah we can review kind of thing i don't know if it's <laughs> politics per se but we can review mention joe's got his football deal coming up a friday night light scoreboard or what you expect on the scoreboard, 845 this morning. Yes. Two chances at the cash in the high-low free money game. First chance coming up before 7. We'll do it again at 9 this morning, too. Last chance wins and passes in. A Wheel of Fortune Live will do real or fake coming up about 710, he said. She said. At 750, Fast Five, birthdays, fun facts, dumb crook news is on the way. So it should be a good one. Right now, time for the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board, local businesses, organizations, community groups, putting on events. Charities looking to raise a little awareness, some funds with their cause. Let us know. We do our best to squeeze them all in to the blender here. 620-835 on the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. Text to 732-774-4444 with a link. Do it on the Facebook or email us through 1071theboss.com. Now, I mentioned I had a major announcement this morning on the CBB. We got a big boss Halloween event. And what better day to make the announcement than Friday the 13th? Yes. This will be happening the Sunday night right before uh, Halloween, Sunday night, 
uh, October 29th at the Marquee Cinemas in Tom's River. It'll be a private screening of The Shining. Oh, that movie's so scary. Starring New Jersey's own Jack Nicholson. <laughs> That's so scary. So it'll be pretty cool to see a scary classic up on the big screen. Mm-hmm. This is for boss listeners only. We'll be giving away these tickets all next week. There will be no way for you to buy them yourself. So if you want to see the screening, oh, see, it on, see it on that big silver screen. You're going to have to win them here for that special showing. It'll be 7 o'clock. At the Marquee Cinemas, Tom's River, Sunday night, October the 29th. And if you come in costume, we'll have first, second, third place prizes totaling $500. Oh my gosh, that's so fun. And of course, everybody that comes will get a Boss shirt and the Robbie and Rochelle coffee mugs and all yeah, that. Yeah, so, yeah. Because Boss Roadies you see out there. Love that. Uh, again, the winning starts on Monday. The event in Tom's River, Marquee Cinemas, Sunday night, October 29th. So something kind of fun and... Maybe you escaped the little kids running around just for a couple hours, have a little Halloween fun for you and someone of your choice. But you can see that little kid riding his bike into the two little girls in the hallway. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! I'm told we're trying to get a cutout of that to put up front, too. So so scary. So it should be fun. So just a little FYI on that. (laughs) Boss Roadie's also going to see you tomorrow morning, starting at 9, Mary's Place by the Sea, 2023 Walkathon and Run. That starts at 9. And then we head over at 11 to the Vingo Pal Civic Association Annual Community Fair and Family Day. Coming up uh, on Wednesday, 5 to 8, Michelle is out for a girls' night out after work, Atlantic Medical Imaging of Brick, with lots of cool prizes. And you are going to hang out with our friend Dr. Lombardi at his plastic yes, surgery center in Eatontown starting my best friend. 1 o'clock on Thursday afternoon. So a bunch of events <laughs> to look forward to. A paint and pizza happening today, 5.30 until 8.30, Surf City at the Firehouse. Bring friends by and learn how to paint your very own work of art while eating pizza. All proceeds benefit the Surf City Volunteer Fire and EMS. Surf City Volunteer Fire Company on Facebook if you need to hear all of that again or read it all again or print it out for yourself on paper, which is what I like (laughs) because I can't read screens (laughs) because I've become elderly. Fright Festival happening tonight from 5 to 10. Haunted Trail behind uh, Sweet Memory Cake Shop and Tea Room in Waretown. There'll be scary stories, a bale maze, games, Mm. prizes, pumpkin patch, and more. Sweetmemory.net. For the info. And finally, the Little Egg Harbor Halloween Bash tonight, 6 to midnight, Little Egg Harbor Community Center. Food, friends, a bounce house, candy tables, local vendors, and a drive in movie starting at 8 Aww. o'clock. Movie TBD. OceanCountyTourism.com for the details. And there you are, a couple of things we thought you needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. Hello. Yes, it is. Let's play for the cash right now. Caller number 10. Hi, good morning. Hi there. You're calling number 10. You're going to play for some money. Oh, cool. Who is this? Sue. All right, Sue. It's a jackpot between 107, 1,007. It ends in seven. You know the deal. You can't be too high or too low. You got to get it exactly to win the money. What do you think? Okay, hold. Okay. 407. 407 is your guess, and it's too too high. high. Too high. Okay, thank you. All right, you can play again after nine. We'll play the high-low free money game here on Jersey's free money radio station. You seemed like a professional, didn't you? (laughs) Ready to go. Yes. (laughs) Seemed like she knew exactly what she was doing. Hold on. Do it every day. Six, nine, one, and five. I think what happens is you get people that play together. You know, you get like a whole house full oh, of people. Oh, yeah. And then if one person gets through, they go, what What are we doing here? You know? So it's like an it's office It's like family pool. feud. Everybody's yeah. got to. A little bit. <laughs> I hate that, by the way, on game shows where there's a person up there. It happens on The Price is Right. Where they're like, how much do you think this is? person's like, ah. Uh, and they just stare at the crowd. To, Everyone's one, screaming at what them. What does the crowd know? I mean, I mean, I guess the probability of more people rather than one person knowing. Yeah. Them, if more people are agreeing on one number, then I, I, I understand that. But, but you're the person there. You're the one that should be playing the game. It's stressful, though. Yeah, I'm going to play again after nine this morning. High, low. This is jackpot number 13, by the way, if you're keeping track of these things. Blairstown Diner, right here in the Great Garden State. 
is the original Friday the 13th diner, you know, from the movie, the first movie. Oh, is it really? Yeah, this is Jason with the hockey mask, right? Oh, I don't think I knew that. And it is uh, for sale today. It's being rented out. This is true by Spirit Halloween. <laughs> there they're hosting uh, Halloween spooky <laughs> events, including a bloody pie eating contest. Oh my gosh. They're doing an axe throwing contest because it's a scene in the movie, if you remember. <laughs> okay. And, of course, encouraging people to dress up. And I'm, I'm guessing get coupons and gift cards, that sort of thing. Come and get your... Halloween costume at Spirit Halloween. That's really fun. Blairstown Diner. That is really fun. Yeah, I, I have to imagine that it'd be difficult to go in there and just have your breakfast when you've... Isn't this, isn't this the one from the movie there? Yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah. It's a little bit spooky. You a know? little bit scary. Yep. Fun today, though. And it, it is fun when Friday the 13th lands in October. Sure. Especially because it's already kind of a spooky day, Here, I think. Spooky up on uh, Capitol Hill yesterday. Steve Scalise has said he is uh, withdrawing his name to be the speaker. It looked like he was going to be the guy. I say, wasn't he the majority? He's a ma- the, he still was? majority leader, but he's withdrawn his name because he has to get 217 of the, the House. And so, uh, you know, without the Democrats helping him at all, he has to get every single Republican. So okay. that's one of the things I'm going to ask Chris Hayes about is if he thinks he's still got a chance to weasel back. And some people think McCarthy might come back. So Interesting. So we'll get uh, Chris Hayes on the phone in a couple minutes here. Joe, you ever been over to that Blairstown Diner? Uh, yes, absolutely. I've been there. Yeah, How long has it right. been closed? Because again, I was just saying, I don't know that I could eat there. Because if you know it from the movie, it's kind of spooky. I don't know. Would one you know, I don't know. To be honest with you, that I don't know. But I know in the past I've been there. I know that. I've been by that Amityville house out on uh, Long Island. That's creepy too. You ever by that? Oh, oh. really? Yeah. No. That's a real house. Yeah. Oh no. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, no. That's no. an absolutely real yeah. house. Yeah. Oh no. Uh uh-uh. uh. There's, there's the haunting in Connecticut place. Drive by all these places. I mean. Oh, right up the street from here. I mean, literally, right up the street is the uh, where the List House used to be from John List when he killed his whole family. Oh my god! Back in the, uh, I mean, it's literally right around the corner. Then the guy took off, and they didn't find him for sixteen years. It's a great story. I mean, it's a horrible story, but I mean, the story itself is uh, it's pretty neat how they got him. They they went to uh, America's Most Wanted, and they made up a uh, bust of him of mm. what he would look like sixteen years later. Oh, and it was dead on. And really? some old lady, uh, some old lady from Colorado said, "That was my old neighbor." <laughs> and, That's and really not funny. Down, man. Uh, I'm giving you the short version of this. And then uh, he was in uh, he was in um, uh, Virginia, outside of Richmond, uh, with a new wife and uh, new job. And no, really, all of this. Yes, yeah, 16 years later, and um, and they uh, and they went down there. You, John List? No, I'm Bob Clark. No, you're not. You're John List. You're coming with us. And oh, brought him back, God. and then my old neighbor lived next door to me, was the judge, and threw away the key. And you get the ghost so. of Whitney Houston right around the corner from you, too. And Whitney Houston's buried yeah. right around the corner from yeah. me, yeah, too. So Joe's whole neighborhood right is haunted. A little bit. But the list house is literally, I mean, you go out of my driveway, you make a right, the first right, and you go up the hill, and it's right there. This is horrible. I just Googled on weirdnj.com. You can see all the weird places. Yeah. They right. they have actual photos of, you have it, the, bodies of the bodies. I. I didn't yeah. think you could post something like that. That's not what you want to well, see this early well, in the keep, morning. Keep your screen. Good thing I can't oh see God. the screen. Keep it over there. At what? At one point, I actually saw the crime scene photos, and uh, oh boy! But they, he, they didn't. He took again. It's a really long story, and a lot of people, I'm sure, already know it and they're tired of hearing it. But um, he, he was able to get a 30 day head start, and when they got into the house, the bodies were already in there for uh, for 30 days. But what he had done, he had turned the heat down. So that it wouldn't, um, the bodies wouldn't really decompose all that much. Oh my God! And when they walked in, he had he had classical music. He had the classical station on from the city, <laughs> and they walked in and there's classical music in there. The four dead bodies. Well, yeah, the f- three kids, the wife, and then the, the mother 
was up on the third floor. That huh. He just he yeah. It was a mansion. Had a ballroom. I mean, it was a what big a big psycho. house. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Read that story. It's it is it's fascinating. I shouldn't say it's a great story. It's a fascinating story. Well, another news: We're never going to Joe's neighborhood again. I That's know. <laughs> right around the corner. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, this and reminds I remember, me. Of, I, when what? that happened, I was like in eighth grade or something like that when that happened, and um, and I can remember my my dad put you know everybody in town wanted to drive by the house and. You know, the, the police were up there and they were making people go away. So about a week later, my dad said, come on, let's go up and take a look. And you drive up and there's still all kinds of cops all over the place. But at least the street was open and you could drive by. And I remember there was this big old pine, still there, a big old pine tree right out in front of it. And there was a street light that had grown into the or the tree had grown around the street light. So <laughs> he had this spooky light in this tree. It was really very cool. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it was awesome. This, this reminds me of uh, Bill Hader, you know, from Saturday Night Live. He, he does an impression of all the hosts from Dateline NBC, and he thinks it's kind of amusing and in a dark way. You know how they interview people that have gone through horrible experiences like this on Dateline, you know, the true crime thing. They'd be like, so you saw your father get shot in the head. That must have been weird. <laughs> <laughs> or you got the other one, the guy says, now most people, when they witness a murder, call the police. But you didn't do that, did you? <laughs> It's really, really funny. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Hader's obscure Dateline NBC impressions. Oof. Well, you gave me some willies here. We got the goosebumps uh, going. a lot of weird stuff that went on with that. The house burnt down like almost a year to the day from the murders. Just out of nowhere, it just burnt down. And then um, and then they always used to find flowers on the grave. Oh, my gosh. And they could never figure out who put them there. <laughs> it was probably a good thing that house burned down because nobody wants to live there. Yeah. You can't You can't it live there a, after that. It I mean, was a magnificent house. Oh, I, I, if I saw the picture. Had put, but, put a lot of money into it, that we, I mean, it was run down a little bit. But, boy, it was, I mean, it had a ballroom. It had its own ballroom. Wow. I think I told you the uh, Lizzie Knoll. Morton. The, the what's that? It was called Breeze Knoll. Oh, house. okay. I was going to say, I think I, I told you my, the Lizzie Borton house is up near uh, where my folks are. And they, yep. that's, they've turned that into a bed and it's breakfast. It's a bed and breakfast. Yeah. I know. That's crazy. You get a continental breakfast in the morning, you sleep in the Lizzie Borden house. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Good morning, Chris. Hey, how are you? How are you? Good. <laughs> well, it's good to talk to you. Monday, the Why Is This Happening? The Chris Hayes podcast recording in Philadelphia. Um, that's going to be pretty special to uh, record a show, talk politics in the, the city of brotherly love. So I'm sure you're looking forward to this. I can't wait. We didn't get a chance to do the show in Philly uh, the last time we went on a tour. And it's one of my favorite cities. And I'm, I'm really, we have an incredible double billing and I can't wait. Well, you talk about what's happening. Let's uh, let's dig right into a couple of topics. I got a couple I want to ask you about. Let's talk about the deal with Kevin McCarthy and the, uh, the battle for the speakership. I was thinking, and I wonder if people watching this were thinking that when he made the deal with the Democrats to go along, uh, you know, so we could raise the, uh, the the 45 days there to raise the debt ceiling, that they would then help him, and they didn't. Were you surprised by that? What's your take on the whole thing? I mean, I think it was a strange position for them to be in because no uh, party has been in the position for 100 years. There hasn't been a motion to vacate. Um, generally, you know, I, they treated it like the speakership vote, which is where you don't vote for the other party. Right. Um, the, the, the problem is that they have a narrow majority, the Republicans, and they just don't seem to be able to achieve conference-wide consensus, um, which is still playing out right now. So I, I think that their position was like, you guys got to figure this out. <laughs> We're in the minority here. You think uh, Steve Scalise has got a chance of pulling this thing off? I do. He's got a few days to work the votes. Um, so he, you know, it, 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 the only problem is because the majority is narrow, because the precedent has been set by people in the caucus that you could wield outsized power with a no vote. There's there's a there's a pretty bad set of incentives for him uh, to to work with right now. So we'll we'll see what 
what happens from that. I don't I don't think that's like the best situation. Right. The other thing is it's not clear that the no votes that he has now can all be um, appeased by the same sort of thing. So he may have to make a bunch of different deals, but I think he'll probably be able to do it. What I think is unfortunate for everybody, though, is we're going farther right. And, you know, maybe there are people that agree with that, but I you should always try and govern from the middle, in my assessment. So I don't think there's any chance we get someone who's even as moderate as Kevin McCarthy. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I mean, I think from an ideological profile, I think Scalise probably has the same profile. The bigger question is just like on these sort of tangible things, like keeping the government funded, adhering to the debt ceiling deal. Is he going to be able to, to, to do that and not face the exact same rebellion from that same hard right faction? And that, I think, is just an open question. And this is coming up again. And it was a 45-day deal that they made. So if this, the House doesn't figure it out, they're frozen right now. So we have we have a real crisis, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think we'll have another shutdown. You know, uh, I, I, again, what happened yesterday is, is I mean, the whole thing is in some ways, if you take a step back, a little comical. After this big blow up about, you know, him going to Democrats to pass this continuing resolution to keep the government open for 45 days, both of the candidates in yesterday's speaker day, speaker election, Jim Jordan and Steve Scalise, in their internal communications to the conference said, we're going to need another continuing resolution in 45 days. <laughs> so the, the sort of ostensible substantive objection that was driving this whole thing, they both agree that there's going to have to be a continuing resolution. So. That at least gives you a little hope we can avoid a shutdown, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, it really—you're uh, laughing, and you're right to laugh because it is kind of a clown show the way this is all playing out here. But uh, let's uh, let's switch to President Biden. I was reading uh, something your colleague Chuck Todd posted on the NBC website this morning about how those in the campaign do not want to discuss the age issue, but of course, even Democratic voters very concerned about the age issue. What is your take? Are they going to have to hit this head on and just say, "Yeah, he's 80 years old"? I mean, how do you? What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I do well. Look, the thing that makes it such a great issue for people, for the Republicans, the opposition, is that, A, at one level, it's like, it's just a plain fact in the world. Everyone knows his age. And, B, it's not like the economy, which can get better or worse, right? If you say, like, well, inflation's high, it's like, well, inflation could come down. But Joe Biden literally can't get younger, right? So it's sort of of a perfect issue uh, for, for political opponents. And I understand people's, you know, trepidation about it. I do think they're going to have to address it head on. Um, and I also think it's overcomable, and I think there's pretty good reasons to think that. Um, um, and again, when you see him, you know, uh, in the last few days, this does not look like someone who is, uh, to, to my mind, you know, not up to the job, whether you agree with the tack he's taking or, or disagree uh, in, in terms of uh, the, the sort of international crisis and in Israel, it's probably important for him to project as much as possible. 58% of people say the economy stinks and then you, he can give you 10 things he did, but he gets no credit for it. So it's kind of a remarkable thing that his message doesn't seem to be cutting through. Yeah, there's a real, I, you know, I, I'm curious how much that those economic numbers, you know, change in the next six months if, if inflation continues to come down. But I don't know. It may just be a sort of structural mismatch between what the economic indicators say and how people feel. I, I, I tend to also think that, frankly, you know, the entire country and society went through a once-in-a-century disruption uh, starting in 2020. Sure. That there are incredible knock-on effects from that and that people still feel the kind of dislocation from the after-effects of that. And that produces a kind of, like, a mood, of, an unsettled mood in the country. And I, I, I don't know if that'll be there a year from now, but I, my best bet is that that's, that's driving a lot of it. I think what's so interesting, and you tell me what you think here, and I'll, I'll kind of give you a historical, philosophical, if, I, if that makes any sense, grammatically uh, thought here. Uh, most Democrats seem to agree that there's no other Democrat that could beat Trump, assuming Trump is the nominee. Uh, but most of them think that any other Republican, if it isn't Trump, may have a chance of beating 
Biden, which is kind of an interesting deal. So I wonder, is this 1968 a little bit, you know, where there's a you have a president that nobody hates him, but nobody loves him. He's unpopular. And then at the last minute, you see people get into the fray the way McCarthy and Kennedy did, you know, against a Nixon who is very Trump like in many ways. I mean, do you see any of that happening? It's funny. I had someone. I've had people also bring up '68 before, of course, because LBJ you know, drops out uh, of, of that race uh, really late. I mean, I think it's maybe after New Hampshire. It is March. Um, yeah, no, March is '68. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's March. Um, yeah, I mean, I think you know that's an interesting parallel. I mean, of course, if you're the Democrats, it's not a great one in terms of <laughs> encouraging because of course Nixon does win that election uh, uh, in in '68. Uh, uh, I mean, I think. I think it's a little bit different just because, remember, the, 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 the Johnson thing wasn't about his age. It was about the war, and it was about the, you know, the, 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 the incredible tumult around the war and the dislocation and, and, and social you know, uh, frustration there was with the war and, and, and the fact that it kept going and, and was not getting better and promises made were not being delivered and there was a draft and maximization. Um, so I think that's a, a, a different set of circumstances. Yeah, the, the bigger thing I would just say is, you know, it's a little bit of this, like, people inventing a world that doesn't exist. It, it, no one can make Joe Biden not run for re-election. If Joe Biden runs for re-election, he's going to be the nominee right. uh, of the party. Um, you also can't make people challenge him. So it's like, there's a little bit of this, like, it's like the fantasy football mode of, like, you can put together your team, but, like, back in the real world, you know... Someone has to convince Joe Biden not to run if you think that's best for the country or convince other people to get in. Short of that, it's just going to be what it's going to be. Well, I guess that's that's all there is to say about that. Chris, uh, we'll see you on MSNBC. Uh, we'll see you on the Why Is This Happening podcast, which is being taped in Philadelphia Monday night. Thanks for making some time. It's great to talk to you. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. You bet. I tell you, I like having people on. Uh, and maybe I don't agree with him, and I don't necessarily like his show all that much because I think uh, he gets on there. And it's funny. You talk to the guy, and very smart guy. Very smart. He's yes. a Harvard fellow, you know, and you talk about issues, and he gives you a, an opinion, and you can take from it what you would. But mm-hmm. what's interesting, you get on TV, and they all say the same stuff, you know, because they, they have to do that because right. MSNBC does one thing and Fox does another thing. I don't know why they can't be more like that when they, you know what I'm saying? Because he didn't seem right, like he was. just actually speaking their right, truth. We're just talking about politics and about what's going on in the well, world. I don't know why the cable news has to be so angry. I think it's bad for the country. I do. So, you know, to the teeny tiny degree, we can try and do something here that's a little more intelligent. I am Really pleased that we're able to have some of these people come on. So next week, Brett Baer from Fox. So if you're a person going, I don't know why Robbie would give an NBC person on it. We'll have a Fox uh, anchor next week. Brett Baer will be here. Also, Sherry Shepard, who uh, used to be on The View, has got a talk show. Uh, hers is more of a goofball show like ours is, but she'll uh, she get a new season. She'll be on next week. And uh, her first guest this season, Joy Behar, and they're making news this morning. Because uh, Joy revealed that her friend Barbara Walters, and I guess Sherry was on when Barbara was still alive, mm-hmm. uh, was big into men of African-American descent and had many secret relationships with famous black men, including Richard Pryor and Colin Powell. Really? I don't know if she actually had an affair with Colin Powell. I find that hard to believe. But I'll tell you what, I had a crush on him, too. That's a that's a powerful <laughs> man right there. Love me some Colin Powell. There's a guy that should have been president. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Anyway, Sherry Shepard will be on the program next week, and we'll ask her a little bit about that. Joy yeah. Behar dropping the dropping the bombs on Barbara Walters' love life. Love it. I'm Baba Wawa, and I like to call him Powell. Did you say Baba Wawa? Yeah, you remember? Uh, was it Gilda Radner? Like, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, oh right, right. That was back when it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Which reminds me, they're back this weekend too. So there's another show that's on its way back. Joe, what do you think? Is this all right that I'm having these political people on? I feel like this is important to talk about these things without it being yelling at each other. You know? Yeah. 
He hates it. I, I, hates I, it. I mean, well, no. I mean, it's just, I, I, again, here we are with these on-air meetings. But I think people that are listening here don't really, you know, they're not listening here for that. If they wanted that, they'd listen somewhere else. So. No, no. But that's just me. What I do I know? I don't do think you traffic. can get this. In. I don't think you can get it anywhere else. I don't think so because everybody's getting, you know, everybody's screaming and yelling about everything. So we're just, oh, yeah, we're true. talking to these yeah, people yeah, in, a, right. in a more intelligent way with an historical context. I think it's interesting. But, no. Time will tell, I suppose. <laughs> it's. I think it's good to be informed. I definitely agree with that. But I do think that if you're not into politics, you're kind of just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Any messages about that this morning? Anybody have any dialogue? Nope. Nope. See, we're good. Or everyone, no one's listening. Oh, they turned it off already. <laughs> you know what? I, neither one of you are helping. I don't care for this at all. <clears throat> Means a lot well, to you me. Well, you asked. To, well, I did ask, and I didn't want to hear the answer. I want to hear what I want to hear, <laughs> which probably which explains. Is, uh, yeah, that's <laughs> the, your life. <laughs> probably explains why I like talking to cable news people. I just want to hear what I want to hear. The morning show would like to say. Working sucks your life away. Weekends here, it's time to play. This is Friday. We don't know the songs we spin. We don't sober up till ten. Can't believe next week they'll let us do it over again. Every day I show up late. I sleep with listeners that I date. This song's begun to irritate. This is Friday. Time for real or fake Florida headlines. I enjoy this. You got to get two out of three. We'll be playing this morning for passes into Wheel of Fortune Live. So I've come up with some headlines out of the great sunshine state of Florida. And then I've also made up a few. And you tell me whether you think they're real or fake. Joe, you want to try one of these? Sure. Police arrest a Florida man after finding stolen oysters stuffed in his rectum. <laughs> real or fake? Oh, my God. Fake. Yeah, you're right. That's fake. Yeah. I made that one up. That's yeah, it, was a, it was a rectum thing. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah. If he'd stolen the oysters, you might have gone with it. Yeah. No, no. That would be a difficult thing to do. Jackson, Jacksonville man buried himself alive to stay dry from the rain, later found dead. Real. Jacksonville? Mm-hmm. Uh, fake. Yep, Joe's right. That's fake. Dang I made that it. one. I thought I had you on that one. Dang it. Let's try one more and I'll open up the phone lines. Uh, Florida mom accused of smearing poo on picnic tables <laughs> to sabotage a child's birthday party who did not like her child. That's Absolutely true. true. 100%. 100% true. <laughs> Destin, Florida, up there in the old panhandle. Yep. Uh, she went mama bear. That's right. Oh, Destin. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's <laughs> Destin. All right. You're good there. That's <laughs> so we went from discussing the debt ceiling to feces on the picnic table. <laughs> All right. Phone lines are open here. 732-774-4444. You're just going to get two out of three, and you will win. Those passes into Wheel of Fortune Live. We'll start on line number one. Good morning. It's the boss. Did I lose him? Nope, I lost him. Good morning, it's the boss. Yeah, hello. Hi there, you want to play? Sure. All right, what's your name? Uh, Greg. Greg, how are you today? Everything good? Good, good, good. Doing well, thank you. Oh, you're quite welcome. We're going to get two out of three. I've made uh, one or two of these up, and some of them are real. Stories out of Florida. You tell me uh, correctly whether it's real or fake, and you'll win the passes into Wheel of Fortune Live, all right? All right, you got it. Let's try this. Florida uh, man punches a cab driver. After the cab driver yelled, 
You MFers, I'm Rick James, bitch. <laughs> real uh, or fake? Real or true. fake Florida story? Yeah, that's a real story from Miami. That's amazing. Yes. <laughs> I'm Rick James. <laughs> All right, here we go for the win, Greg. Missing Florida marching band leader found stuffed in a bass drum, beaten up. Oh real God. or fake? Mm. Uh, real. No, I made that one. Oh. Up. I got you on that uh, one. All right, so we gotta uh. get gotta get this next one for the win. Okay, you can do it, Greg. Florida Thank couple you. arrested for making love during a funeral. They claim it was their deceased grandmother's or the, the deceased grandmother's dying wish. I'm assuming that it's the grandmother of just one of them and not both of them, because that would be a whole other set of troubling circumstances. So you get this? They're at the that's funeral. They're, they're at the funeral. They're making love. She's laid out right there. You think that's a true story? Uh, uh, false. Yeah, he changes it last All minute. Right. That is a fake story. Nice. I thought I had awesome. you, Greg. I thought I had you. Yeah, it, it was a little too way over the top. That last. <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah. Kind of like the oysters in the butthole. I think. Right. I think the making love at the funeral <laughs> yeah, right. could have been real, but it being Grandma's dying wish. Yeah, Come on, Grandma don't want. She that. don't want that. At grandma don't. Funeral. Maybe Grandma nah, does want nah. that. You don't know. Well, you got passes in. What do you care? Beyond disrespectful. That's yes. right. Wheel of Fortune live at the Count Basie, November fifth. Greg, you're on your way. Enjoy. So go ahead and buy some vowels. Okay. Okay, thank right. you. Hang in the line. Don't hang up. We'll get all your information. We'll make sure we get those to you. That's how we play real or fake Florida headlines. Time now for hashtag mom. Every morning, 720 and 920. It's mom's wish. Have the kids grow up, make love at grandma's funeral. Send those in. Search at hashtag share every morning, just like this, about 720 and 920. Tracy Cummings said, I'd like to see a cooking show where a professional chef comes into my kitchen when I haven't been grocery shopping for two weeks mm. and has to make a meal that my entire family will eat. You just want to have one of the little helpers here cuts up all the stuff for you, puts them in those yeah. nice little dishes so it's real easy to prepare the food. I do think that would be a great show. To Nothing in your cabinet. Here's what we're going to make. Yeah. I, I would watch that because okay. there's nothing ever in our cabinets. <laughs> Spoiler for- alert, it's popcorn. Yeah. That's what we're having for dinner. <laughs> You're having crackers. <laughs> it's microwave popcorn. <laughs> At Artsy Annie said... Before I had kids, I always said my kids will eat whatever I put in front of them. Me, last night, peeling the breading off my my three-year-old's Wendy's chicken nuggets so she'll eat it. You learn, you change. Just send them to bed hungry. (laughs) You don't. You don't, though. You peel the breading off. Christina Fitzgerald said, let's get married and have kids so instead of a lazy Saturday morning, we can panic because the sports uniform didn't get put in the dryer. That all sounds like fun, doesn't it? So much fun. And the worst part is show up at the stadium and there's Joe Nolan. (laughs) Good morning, football fans. (laughs) Hashtag mom. Confessions. Every morning, 72920, someone in. You might hear yours right here. Here's a question. How's your week going? Well, at least you're not behind bars in a jumpsuit, communal toilet, drinking water and eating bread with your fellow inmates taken into custody by the law. That's what happened to some of these people. Mm-hmm. Time for dumb. Mm, quick news. We have our crack team of researchers scour the police blotters from sea to shining sea, searching for these stories of your award-winning fellow citizens north, south, east, west, sometimes across the border, across the pond. Dumb crook news. <laughs> Dateline, Manchester, New Hampshire. 65-year-old Michael Arnold has been arrested for stalking a woman for four years. He wasn't just following her around either. He would also fly a small propeller plane over her house, <gasps> threw tomatoes on her roof from oh above. My God. He did these flybys as many as three times a week at one point. He would also follow her by car and on foot. Here's the strangest thing. Michael never had any kind of a relationship with the victim, according to her. It started when he was a customer who would see her at a cafe where she worked. Oh my gosh, that is so scary. He emailed her unsolicited inappropriate photos. 
photos of his junk, too, facing uh, eight counts of misdemeanor criminal contempt, as well as one felony count. You don't like the pictures of my ding-dong? I'm throwing tomatoes <laughs> at your house from a plane. That's some wow. next-level crazy, isn't it? What a crazy ass. <laughs> now, if she had liked the pictures of his junk, you think she would have been like, land the plane in the yeah, backyard? Probably, I wonder. Probably. I wonder. Well, we've never done this before. You get three and one. You tell me which one you think is the best, because we think these are all creative hiding places for contraband stories. Okay. we got a guy in Texas who was pulled over police search his car they found two kilos of coke hidden in a box of frosted flakes also had 10 grand stashed inside a headphone box wow okay beats headphones or maybe it's the police officer in the uk crossed upon and saw two males acting suspiciously in a park turns out they'd stuffed 101 mini packages of cocaine into a tree stump (laughs) that's a lot or was it la police pulled over a car after seeing it driving around without headlights and found a carload of drugs including meth cocaine xanax fentanyl a loaded gun in pizza boxes Mm. The pizza boxes is pretty creative, but I am impressed by the tree stump, I gotta say. That's you might be more lot. impressed if you knew that on top of the pizza boxes filled with guns and drugs, uh-huh. the very top box was in fact a cheese pizza. <laughs> There was quite a bit of criminal thought, mastermindery going on there. Very, very creative. We're going tree stump in the UK, huh? Yes, I think so. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dateline, Durango, Colorado. I'm not familiar with Durango. 41-year-old woman got drunk there arrested after attacking a mattress store mascot. Their mascot is a six-foot-tall mattress named Maddie the Mattress. Oh, no. There's an employee inside the outfit playing him. She shows up and starts as a hug. Then she got upset and started assaulting him. Called 911. Cops happened to be a block away and arrested this woman for assault. Mm. What you don't want to do is get a little aggressive with Maddie the Mattress. Maddie the Mattress. Poor Maddie. I know. Don't you feel bad for Maddie the Mattress? I I do feel a little bad for him. Let's go back across the pond again. Dateline, Madrid, Spain. 50-year-old man accused of faking a heart attack to get out of paying a bill at a restaurant. He's apparently done this (laughs) as many as 20 times. Oh, my God. Restaurant said he ordered several glasses of white label whiskey, multiple meals, multiple restaurants, had passed his photo around to warn other places they finally spot this guy. He's now been sentenced to 42 days in jail. I can't pay the bill. I'm having the big one. I can't do it. That's bad karma. He's only been sentenced to 42 days in jail now because they were only officially able to nail him for the one restaurant. Mm. But if all the owners were to sue a, as a joint complaint, it would be enough that it would be up to two years in prison. So oh, my God. That's an expensive heart attack. He's going to actually have a heart attack yeah. when he hears that. Technically, this is a cardiac arrest, isn't it? <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> By the way, it took me all this time to come up with that little joke. Read the whole story and just finally came up with that. <laughs> this is one of my favorites we've ever had on Dumb Crook News. We go to Indianapolis, Indiana. Woman facing charges for stealing a car directly from the dealership. Her excuse? She had an interview as a stripper. Sexy. 20-year-old Keisha Shelton <laughs> accused of walking into a Kia dealership asking to look at a 2013 model, a used car, pre-owned. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And when the salesperson stepped away, put the key in the ignition, gassed herself right out of there because she had to get to that audition on time. I mean, you gotta get shit, there. Shit, shit, take the booty. She told police had she gotten the job, she would have had enough money to buy the car, would have returned it, and signed the paperwork to own it. Oh, she didn't get the job, though? Did not get the job. Oh, sad. Stole the car, facing two and a half years in prison if convicted. A stripper with a rap sheet. I mean, just shocking. (laughs) Shocking. Let's go up the turnpike to Connecticut. Woman there has been arrested after entering in a police department lobby shooting a bullet-resistant class multiple times. She's packing heat, starts shooting at the thing. You think you're the most safe there. Uh, So certainly, you know, you're vulnerable at that point. And certainly not ever expecting somebody to walk in and just... Uh, start shooting up the place like that. Sure. It's like some Wild West stuff, you know? Like, you remember you're the sheriff in the old Wild West town? It's yeah. that sort of thing where the <laughs> six-gun shooter. Pew, pew, pew. Right. Pew, pew. 
I want you to dance for me, boy. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, I don't think anybody expects to go to work and have their work shot up. No. I don't care where you work. That's not what you're really expecting. But they got the bulletproof glass up there for a reason. Well, so they're sure, expecting this sure. sort of thing. So really, she's lucky it didn't ricochet and hit her in the thigh or yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah, you know? that's true. Needless to say, Suzanne LaPrize is behind bars as we speak. And finally, they're a dumb crook news dateline to Lincoln, Nebraska. Man, they're taken into custody after leading police in a high-speed chase in a stolen ambulance. Here's Lieutenant Ramos <laughs> talking about the hot pursuit of this Austin riser. There was a pursuit by Pot County of a rescue squad that was taken from Jenny Edmondson and I tell you what, that's kind of genius to steal the ambulance because you turn the sirens on, you just go. Most people get right out of the way for you. Yeah. So if you're going to steal a car, a little yeah, getaway car, that's really, ambulance? really not a bad idea. Just don't let the police catch on that that's what you're up to. Mm-mm. Plus you have the medical supplies in the back in case anything happens. You're good to go. You get the guy trying to hop on a restaurant bill in the back there pretending to have a heart attack <laughs> while he's on a high-speed chase with police, you know? <laughs> I was just kidding about the heart attack. Let me out. I'm having a real one now. <laughs> Dumb. Drug news. I want to say congrats again to Greg Daly. Sounds like a newscaster. We talked about the news. Greg Daly, good evening. He's from Manusquad, and he just uh, played Real or Fake once and passes in Wheel of Fortune live with your host, Mark L. Wahlberg, the guy from Antiques Roadshow. That'll be at the Basie <laughs> on November 5th. A little tip of the hat to our buddy uh, Ronnie and Brian over there on your way in, all right, Greg? Yes. So enjoy that. Uh, Wheel of Fortune live. We were brought to you this morning. By our friends at the URSB Carteret Performing Arts Center. Don't miss uh, Southern Rock Fest tonight featuring Brothers Revival. There's still tickets. Special guest Classic Skinner Live performed by Southern Steel. For all the tickets, go to CarteretPAC.com. That's CarteretPAC.com. Oh boy, in my hand, the envelope hermetically sealed, kept tucked in Travis Kelsey's helmet. <laughs> The Chiefs game last night where Taylor was there again. Mm-hmm. It's noon yesterday. Hearing contained facts are fun. Things you don't really need to know. We just let you like to know. It's Fun Fact Friday! These are fun facts. Facts that are fun? Facts that are fun. Okay. Things you don't really need to know. We just thought you'd like to know. That's right. Fun Fact Friday. Mm-hmm. Fun facts. That's how it works. The PT and PT Cruiser stood for personal transport. Stop it. That's it. Personal Transport Cruiser. They should have called it that. I think. Yeah, that's, that's a way cooler name. I'm going to get in my Chrysler Personal Transport Cruiser. Maybe maybe they'd still be making them yeah. if they had that as their name. It was so funny. It was like a grandma car. Because remember when they came out, they kind of looked like Dick Tracy cars. Yeah. And people were like, oh, it looks like the car I had when I was a teenager. Yeah. So then they just cleared the market and that's it. Nobody wanted one except for grandma. I always thought they were kind of neat looking. I guess. but You call it a Personal know. Transport Cruiser. I like that name better. I feel like those people like to... You know, soup up their cars and put all the uh, the extra little doodads on the tires right. and the wheels and all of that. Would have loved it, but they didn't. They did not. And now there's no Chrysler. What is it now? Salantis or something? Yeah, something like that. Even sign language has tongue twisters. In ASL, they're referred to as finger fumblers. <laughs> Order phrase that's difficult to articulate without getting tripped up. You're like, oh, oh, geez, I sprained my finger. Interesting. I wouldn't have thought of that. Yeah. The theme song from the Jetsons, which we use for the traffic sometimes, mm-hmm. made it to number nine on the Hot 100 back in 1986. <laughs> I would have thought. The very least, I really? would have thought. Uh, <laughs> would have thought it went back to the '60s, but okay. Dr. Seuss's license plate was Grinch. No. How do I get that? I got to call up. That's awesome. Got to call up Mrs. Seuss. Is she still alive? Yeah, you definitely need that as your oh, license plate. Oh boy, I'd be driving around all Christmas long, you know, honking my horn at people. It's me. I'm the Grinch. It's me. The patron saint of the internet, Saint Isidore of Seville. There's a patron saint of the internet. And not to say that I'm not religious in any way, I'm not spiritual in any way, but needs to up their game a little bit, okay? There's, Internet's a horrible place. There's a saint of patron the internet? Patron saint of the internet, Saint Isidore of Seville, is the patron saint. Interesting. And this is a fun fact you might know, but you might not know the details of it. New Jersey is the dense, 
densest state in the U.S., densely populated state, with 1,263 people now per square mile. Alaska, the least densely mm. populated. All those Eskimos out there. Yeah, and it's there's a lot of people here. I know that. <laughs> but in New Jersey, you can't see Russia from your house. So <laughs> no, they, you can't. They do have that going for them out there in <laughs> Juneau. Time now for Robbie and Michelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories that you needed to know. Be in the know from number five to number one. We will uh, start at number five momentarily here. I'd like to follow us on the socials this weekend. We are at Robbie and Rochelle Radio, R-A-D-I-O, at 1071 The Boss. Wherever you get your podcast, or right there at 1071theboss.com. All right, here's a YouTuber. Of course, it's a big year for Indiana Jones, right? His name is Matthew Van Ness. He, gets, uh, he sings the entire Indiana Jones theme himself like he's an orchestra. It's an instrumental theme. You know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. the Indiana yeah, Jones yeah, theme, yeah. right? So you can sing the whole thing himself. Want to hear a little clip of this guy? Absolutely. Sounds like the horns, the trombone, the piano, uh-huh. the tuba. <gasps> this is one guy. Obviously, he recorded the different parts and put them all on top of each other. One guy. That's amazing. One guy. <laughs> I'll tell you what I would do is make that my ringtone. That's great. He's making his own ringtones. I could listen to that all day. Matthew Van Ness. He does a bunch of these different things. He does Star Wars, a bunch of these different, uh, the Jurassic Park theme. He's on YouTube. Matthew Van Ness. Kind of neat. Number four. Here's a gig. Lingerie brand Poor Moy. Have you heard of them? Mm, I don't think so. They're looking to hire somebody to wear their undergarments and photograph themselves, but uh-huh. it's not what you think. They want you to sit around, lay around on a couch, watch TV, sip pumpkin lattes, and write about your relaxing experience in the home in their comfortable undergarments. They're going to pay somebody $500 to be Poor Moy's tester of comfortable bras, panties, and other undergarments. I can do this job. I can do it. Is this can, for you? Yeah, I can absolutely sit on my couch. Drink pumpkin spice lattes. And I mean, write the, about the problem it. is only five hundred bucks, so it's not necessarily paying the bills. Yeah, but but... <gasps> and watch Gilmore yeah. Girls. Absolutely, I'm in. Yeah, they, uh, they I listen. do that anyway. So if I can make five hundred bucks doing it <laughs> and wearing their stuff, and they're going to give me their stuff for free, I'm in. <laughs> not that you aren't uh, sexy, but sometimes I will come out into the uh, den and you're on the couch with just a bra and watch it. Like, what are you doing? Why don't you have clothes on? You're like, I don't know. I got hot. I get hot. I just take it off. I, I know, but know. see, like if I took my shirt off, you'd be like, Ugh. No, I wouldn't. What are you doing? Sitting I don't there, care. you know, you don't want to sit there. I don't. I don't. Are, are you opposed to me sitting on the couch in my bra? Not that I'm opposed to it. It's just like, what are you doing? Why are you sitting there just in your room? So maybe this is something women do when they're by themselves. I wouldn't really know. But but you do do it. <laughs> I, I do, do know do that. And do you do it. like Gilmore Girls, which is one of the shows they have on their playlist that you'll be paid to watch. So uh, Yeah. I mean, I don't know why we don't pick up an extra five hundo. Where do I sign up? We sure as hell didn't win that Powerball this week. No, so. we did not. Number three, there's a new phrase been coined by author Sarah Wilson. Perfect moment syndrome. It's when you set your expectations high for an event or situation. Situation that are disappointed when the expectations are not met. That, this could be my this could be my autobiography for the love of God. This is every event in my life. Sarah Yudkin is a relationship anxiety coach, and this is her opinion on this perfect moment syndrome that has been trending. You have the clip of the doctor. Perfect moment syndrome. It afflicts those of us who think life should operate in a certain way and to certain ratios. Mm. That birthdays are always happy. That a week in Thailand is meant to be relaxing. When you stop and check in with yourself, 
What are my expectations about this thing that I'm about to do in my relationship? What I found for myself is that when I have the bar so high of exactly how something should go, it leaves so much room for disappointment and it leaves so much space for me Mm. to feel like the experience that I just had was not what it should have been. I mean, that's how people describe listening to this program. (laughs) Just not what the experience should have been. See, I have the opposite problem because I always expect everything to be horrible, yeah. just absolutely terrible. That way, if it's not, then yeah. it, it was a good day. I think that's a good way to look at it. That's generally how I my outlook on life is it's going to be terrible. I'm just looking at the computer here. That clip was 28 seconds long. And I yeah. got to be honest with you. This is a couple of situations. Uh, doctors, therapists, the lady giving the uh, specials at the restaurant. Yeah. I really want to know the information. Can't I just can't, can't folk, retain nope, it. I just I just go right out. And he started talking, I just hear wah, 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 wah. So I missed the whole part of what she just said there. So maybe I'll go back and listen to her podcast. You should this listen weekend, to it. Because I got nothing. <laughs> right. Number two, mention you're going to the movie tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Might be going by yourself because Lola would rather go with her girlfriends. I'm going either way. I paid for the ticket. <laughs> Well, there you go. (laughs) Taylor's uh, Errors Tour officially hits movie theaters today, although there were some uh, pre-screenings earlier this week, including the premiere out in L.A. where Beyonce showed up to hang with Taylor. Man, you know you're a big deal when Beyonce shows up and people are like, oh, Beyonce came for Taylor. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Because there used to be a time where Beyonce was the event, but not in the age of Taylor Swift. No, and you know, Beyonce is trying to do this, too. I don't know if you read about this, but she's also putting a movie out. Of her tour, she's yeah. doing the same thing, and it's it's. A, I mean, you could buy tickets now. It's not selling, and I mean, no one's talking about. Not that it. she's not no, a great. Nobody cares. Not that she's not a great singer, but I mean, she's just not. Uh, she's not her moment. You it's, know what I mean? It's not her moment. I think she's had her moment. The Queen Bee has had her moment, but it's not now. But they're, I do um, like her. I mean, she's, they're expecting this thing to make upwards of two hundred million dollars in one weekend. That's bigger than a lot of them. But we talk about Indiana Jones. I think that's more than that movie made the whole summer. You know what I'm saying? So they actually uh, upset some Swifties because you were trying to get your tickets, your pre-order tickets mm-hmm. for today and for the weekend. I'm sure there are all kinds of moms, grandmoms, or whatever, trying to do this for their kids. Oh yeah. The movie company decided to officially bump the release one day. Because, again, sometimes theaters will show it at 10 o'clock and they just consider that part of the Friday run. But if they officially release it, they can show it more time. So they opened up a whole bunch of tickets yesterday and a lot of the Swifties started freaking out because now they're going to be seeing it next week and they could have seen it last night. Well, that's what I think that's crap that they did that because I did purchase these tickets the moment that they went on sale. I had to sit online and wait just like you do on Ticketmaster in order to get in to get these tickets for opening day. Because that's when Lola wants to see it, and I wanted her to be able to do that. Sure. And now people have already seen it. That's crap. So she's going to see her friends posting about it and all that sort of thing. Right. Here's here's a little bit of the trailer if anybody cares about this Taylor Swift thing. All right. Well, that's all I got there. That's it. That's that's, that's all you get. That was great. Good job out of you, Kermit. That's (laughs) all you get. Can you get me a clip of the Taylor trailer? Yep. There you go. (laughs) Woo woo. (laughs) Hey, poo poo. You know what you'd be better off going to see was the Elvis 68 concert on the big screen. Rochelle and I did that. That was good. And Jill, let me tell you, that was awesome. I bet. The Elvis comeback special on the big screen. Well, this is weird because the theater, again, around the corner from me, um, the we could you could get into with yep. reserved tickets yep. at two six fifteen. Well, they're playing. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, ten, fifteen times today. Today, this is all today. <laughs> today. All right. Just today, mm-hmm. but you can get tickets at six fifteen, eight thirty, ten, 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 ten twenty. What the hell were you online for? Waiting like it was a. Well, the other we, ones three, four, five, six, seven. The other eight are sold out. When, so when they first announced this, the very first announcement, they were only playing it in select AMC theaters. And that's where I had to get tickets. And I actually got a theater that's like a half an hour away from where we're staying. 
And then right when that happened, everything sold out so quickly that they opened it up to more theaters because they had to because every single theater was sold out. So initially, this was only happening in select AMC-only theaters. Right. So that's why there's so many showings now because that, that sold out in a minute. Remember what I said a minute ago about really wanting to hear what someone has to say and then and just then not took, caring. Yeah, I just uh, I got nothing from what well. you're, I've I've lost interest in the Taylor Swift discussion. I'm going to be honest with you. You know, it's it's actually very interesting because the Exorcist, right? Remember they were saying they were going to bump that bump that that you can get that at thirty percent off now. Were <laughs> <laughs> they calling Exor Swift? They were trying to have another moment yeah, here where Swift. everybody goes to see those two movies. So I have to imagine uh, Exorcist will not be the number one movie this weekend. No. They've uh, got like, Paw Patrol. They have Saw X there. The Nun Two. Yeah. What else? Oh, Equalizer 3. That's also 30% off. Do we have to keep naming the movies that are running at the local, local cinema? No, place? I'm just saying, you know, it's just it's interesting to me that they, they're showing, they're showing t, the, the, the Tay-Tay's on 18 times and the other ones are only on like three. Well, <laughs> I, have a, I have a feeling that the movie theater, unless you're going to see the Taylor Swift movie, will, will be dead in the other theaters because people don't want to go yeah. and endure those crowds to see a movie. It's just stupid. I don't understand, again, why people are freaking out, because it's just a movie. She's not there. It's it's video of her concert. That's all it is. It is. You could get a lot of this on YouTube, I'm sure. Yeah. People record things on their phone. I don't understand what the hoopla yeah, is Yeah, but, but it's not going to be like that. I mean, it's going to be cool. It's going to be two hours of TFTF Taylor Swift. How cool is that? Now, I could see if she was, great. was starring in a movie that was a musical. Like that, I could understand it would be. But this is just footage of her concert, so I don't know why the kids are so flipped Ride out. Ride the wave. Yeah, my phone. <laughs> I think we should be talking about things that matter in the world, which is why I tried to have on an this intelligent is, guest. Ma- and what do you people matters. want to talk about Taylor Swift and what else is playing well, at the cinema go. near God, ble- well. God bless America. Bonus story. <laughs> you know how much you irrit- <laughs> you know how much you irritate me sometimes, Dolan. Yeah, well, no, I am because you know what this is. This is my, not more important, but Taylor Swift is is you know. I mean, it's hot. Everybody loves her. I don't know what you're such a, a naysayer all the time. Bonus bonus story. This interests me. Someone on a train in Colorado claims to have actual footage of Bigfoot. They're in a remote yeah, right. area, middle of Colorado. If you see this video here, I guess we could post it because it's hard to uh, describe on the air. But it's on two legs, then it squats down onto four. And it's not a bear. It kind of looks like a gorilla, but they are not native to Colorado. So they're not sure what it is. They're having the footage analyzed to try and huh. determine whether or not they actually spotted Bigfoot. Well, they didn't. The guy in a but... gorilla suit. Yeah. <laughs> There's some guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's on a promo team for some radio station. Got lost. That's just, right. That's run, right. Running around. You look his... underneath it. It says uh, X eighty four. Seems possible. Honestly. How about yeah. this bonus? Bonus? Bonus story for you. Now I drink my coffee uh, black with nothing in it every day, and I know a lot of people turn their nose up at that. But a new study has found that having an extra cup of coffee a day is associated with a reduced risk of gaining weight. But you can't put cream or sugar in your coffee. So mm. the more coffee you drink black, the better chance you have of suppressing your appetite and losing a few pounds. So maybe I'll be even fatter if I wasn't drinking my black coffee every day. You know what the funny thing is about that is that coffee has been given every possible thing, positive and negative, has been attributed to coffee over mm-hmm. the years. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's an easy target. Losing weight, getting cancer, <laughs> uh, 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 doing this, doing that, all these different things. Honestly, it's it's ridiculous. It's like every, it's like every, just drink the coffee, stop. You know, I mean, uh, I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> yeah, you are in a bad mood today. I don't know what's uh, going on. I don't know why. I don't know why. I shouldn't be, but Hmm. Very critical. Had of, uh, are we having lunch on Monday? By the way, oh jeez, you you <laughs> suggested we get together, and then then well, I that's I, because I thought you were going to jump off a building yesterday, so I was uh, <laughs> concerned about you. Well, so you didn't really want to have lunch with me. You no, just felt I never bad really want to have lunch with you. But I mean, if I need to, I will. 
<laughs> no, you don't need to do anything. That's fine. Because your wife is going to be out of town, and I and I feel bad for you. You sit there in your house, and you you know, no, I read read the trade papers. That's what you do when <laughs> yeah, people well, aren't around. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a little bit true. I'll tell you what you do. You know what make your Taylor Swift experience better is down on a bunch of black coffee before you go. You'll be all hyped up. Hey, You'll be ready you know to go. What? I got an idea. I got an idea. Oh, boy. Why don't we find a place on Monday that's showing the movie? We can go see it. <laughs> yeah, what, please you, you do and that, me? Joe. Please. Yeah. Please, the two of you guys, please go see Taylor Swift. Just the two of you. Please. You know, you need to hand your man card back in because my suggestion was go up to Harold's and Edison have a big sloppy pastrami oh, sandwich. What does he want to do? Know. Let's go see the Taylor Swift movie. No. What the hell's the matter with you? Please Harold's go see Harold's is great. Harold's Harold, is great. I love Harold's. I do too. But, you know, you go there, you get food for a month. And, <laughs> I, you know, you don't need that. Well, I don't need Taylor so. Swift. I'd rather go have a pastrami sandwich. Bye. Let's wrap Bye. this thing up, can we? Number one, a political party in Austria... <laughs> Has started a well, joke that's now pulling at twelve percent. They said they came right out and said we're not seriously running for office in Austria. They call themselves the Beer Party. They're running on a platform of allowing bars to stay open twenty four seven in all municipalities throughout Austria and giving each citizen of the country one free keg of beer per month. Well, okay, move to Austria. Yeah, we that give sounds you free great. Beer. That sounds great. Also, Arnold Schwarzenegger's from here. <laughs> <laughs> Friday, world famous celebrity birthday file. That's a stupid story. I just wanted to do that. Yeah, I like to <laughs> see it all comes full circle because that's my uh, Indiana Jones Nazi. Mm. I am from Austria. <clears throat> Friday, world famous celebrity birthday file. The former president's daughter Tiffany Trump hits the big three zero today. Sasha Baron Cohen, fifty two. That's the Borat guy. Wow, he's fifty two. Yep. All right, you ready? I want your impression of this uh, this oh, young lady, no. Nancy Kerrigan, fifty four today. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> that is so right on. That's awesome. Kate Walsh from Grey's Anatomy, Marie Osmond. How about this, Joe? Our buddy John Ford Coley. Hey, seventy-five years old today. I thought he was wow, a hell of a, he really. Did, he looked a hell of a lot older than that. He, no, wait, oh, wait. you think so? Yes. <laughs> oh, I thought the opposite. I thought, I thought he looked, he looked good, good for too. that. Yeah. 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 All right, Sammy Hagar. <laughs> 76 name. Paul Simon is 82. It's Eminem Day and National No Bra Day. Yes. So, well, God, God love that. So is the as your people, Joe, would say, Aaron Gobralis today. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say that, actually. Isn't that a thing, Aaron Gobra? Aaron Gobra? Yeah, but it's got nothing to do with women's underwear. Yeah, I understand that. Uh, but Ireland it should. Forever. It, sh- it should say that. But it should. Yeah. I told Joe yesterday that I was going to quit because I was so ticked off at the moment, and he took it to heart. And then he lied to me and made me feel better with the implication that we were going to have lunch, but he didn't want to have lunch with me. Mm-hmm. And now Captain well, Rich wants to have lunch. Now, so Captain now it's turning. Now, 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 now we're going. Now right. we're going to go because like, Captain it. Rich is there. Also, can okay. I uh, can I mention something uh, briefly here? Uh, I made a bet, and uh, now Rochelle needs to take me back to on the border. Yeah, for dinner still a win-win for me. We made a bet. Now, I said uh, earlier this week that our friends over at the Pointless Station had fired their morning co-host, Shannon. Oh, and, and they did? They got rid of her? Well, hang on a second, because we saw a job posting. I did a little intel. We heard that uh, she was leaving. I hadn't confirmed she was fired. I heard she was leaving, mm-hmm. okay? Right. And, but then she's on the air, and we had some listeners that were nice enough to check it out and be a covert spy for me. And I right. said, no, she's still on the air. Well, this morning we get a note, and someone said, hey, I flipped over to check out what the Point people are doing. She off the air. It's just Lou all by himself. And so now uh, we have confirmed she is off the website. So somebody owes me dinner. I told you she was gone. That's fine. It's still a win for me. I get tacos again. Yeah, you get more tacos. It's fine. Yeah. It was a good bet. And look for a great bet. You are right. She's not there, and I think she's gone. Look for Joe, Captain Rich, and I going to see the Taylor Swift movie like a bunch of little (laughs) schoolgirls on Monday. That'll be great. That'd be great. All right. 
It's He Said, She Said, with Robbie and Rochelle. Should be interesting. Rochelle happened to mention just the other day that she'd like to change her name. We have a friend of ours that did this, that changed his name. And we said, you know, he's got a pretty easy name. I don't know what his problem was, but mm-hmm. he changed his name from one th- He changed his name from... Legally changed you know, from, his name. From Bob to Bill or whatever. Yeah. I don't want to mention the person, but because you might know them. But anyhow, if you were forced to change your name, any ideas what you'd change it to? Now, you said you'd like to do this. Do you have something in mind? Um, just because I'm a smart ass, I would love to do something like Princess Consuela Banana Hammock. Because <laughs> why not? <laughs> but that's not practical and you know no. it. What would people no, call I, you? I, I, Princess? They call me princess. <laughs> well, people do And my that. last name would be Banana Hammock, and my middle name is Consuela. People call you that behind your back anyway. I'm just, sure they do. I just want you to know. No, honestly, if I could change my name, yeah. I would change it to Oprah Winfrey. People go, hey, there it is, Oprah. Well, right. When you make a dinner reservation and they see <laughs> Oprah. Oprah party of four. You're going to get the best table, the best service. It's going to be fantastic. I don't know how to break this to you, though, but when you walk in there, they're quickly going to know, quickly going to realize okay. it's they, not Oprah. They already have it set up for me. It's already done because if you see Oprah Winfrey on the reservation list, if you're a restaurant, you're going to prepare for that. It's going to be done. Also, hoping that if that's my name, maybe some of her checks will mistakenly be sent to me just because we have the same name Uh because that could happen. Maybe you should shoot for a lower tier celebrity because I feel like Oprah, who is, I think, the richest woman in the world. She's worth $2.8 billion. Right. I feel like she's got people that thought of this kind of a scheme and there's protections in place for Miss Winfrey is my guess. I don't know, but I'm going Oprah Winfrey. (laughs) Maybe you should shoot a little lower, you know. Like, no, if you're going to change your name, aim high. I don't know, be like Gloria Stefan or somebody <laughs> that's famous, but not that famous, you know. I mean, her checks probably look like my checks. Yeah, I'd go Michael Bolton. <laughs> I had that name before that, no talent, ass clown. <laughs> what movie was that? Office Space? Yeah, I think so. I don't know what I would go. You know what? I, this is stupid, but the first thing that comes to mind if I was going to change my name, if someone just said, go, what do you, you got to change it right now? The first thing that comes to mind is to switch my and go with my middle name. Really? Yeah. So I, I don't know if I... I think I'd go Kenneth. That's my middle name. You imagine me as a Kenny? I can see it. I can see that. Yeah. Remember I tried to tell you my name was Larry once? <laughs> when we first got the show going? Yes, I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, I think I just flipped to my middle name. I don't know. If you were forced to change your name, what would you change it to? Think about it. Call us. 732-774-4444. Legally going to change your name. What do you change it to? 774-4444. Call us, Texas. Get us on Facebook. Whoa, Jimmy. Yeah. Thank God it's Friday. Yeah, Thank baby. God it's Friday night, and I just, just, just got paid. I would say thank God it's Friday. Thank God it's Friday. Hey, Mark Driscoll. Yeah. It's a spooky Friday the 13th. Taylor Swift up on the big screen. I don't mean to be mean, but who cares? Yeah. I know, it can be a big weekend. A lot of people are very excited about this. Do a little apple picking. Yeah. Get the pumpkins for your front stoop. Got a little pumpkin pie. I'll keep you regular. Make sure you tell you. You know what I'm saying. Most importantly, though, you only get one weekend. It is F-R-I-D-A-Y. So breathe in. Breathe out. Inhale. Exhale. Release that stress. Everybody on your case. From Uncle Sam... To your kids, your brother-in-law, your neighbor, of course, a boss man, look him clear, square, straight in the eye and say, hey, don't watch me. Watch my smoke. That's right. Every loving day, baby. I don't want to take this job and shove it. 
I'm out. I'm blowing this here popsicle stand. More cowbell, please. Thank you very much. Oh! Finally, Friday, world famous freak out on the radio. Now commences here. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. Pucker up. Get those lips ready to go. Let's go ahead and kiss, kiss the week. Don't get ahead of yourself. Why not? Why not? Why not? It is Friday, right? We're just starting. I just started working. Thank God it's Friday. Wow. How original. I've never heard that one before. What a fine day. It's almost the weekend. Let's get it started in here. It's showtime, baby. Friday, 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 Friday. Say happy birthday again to Sam Moore, R&B legend. You know what he is? He's a soul man. Coming to you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Talking about a soul man. Talking about soul man. Talking about a soul man. Soul man. I'm a soul man. On the freak out, you understand. Happy birthday, Sam Moore, 88 years old yesterday. Rock and roll R&B legend, Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. Officially the weekend here across the great garden state and beyond. Boss Big Show is on 107.1, 99.7 FM. This is The Boss. Also on The Boss app, 1071theboss.com. Just underway with this morning's He Said. She Said. You're forced to change your name. What would you change it to? A lot of text messages on this, 732-774-4444. Also, Facebook's going. I want to say thank you to Steve for understanding my reference. He said he would change his name to Crap Bag. What, is that from if, a movie, that thing you so said if, before? If you're, a, if you're a fan of Friends, you understand what Princess Consuela Banana Hammock is. All right. And Crap Bag. <laughs> Google it if you don't know. All right. Marianne said, I would change my name from Marianne to Ginger. <laughs> <laughs> 
3996 said, I would probably change my name from Amanda to Mandy. I've always hated Amanda. Well, can't you just have people call you Mandy? I guess if yeah, you legally Not everybody listens. If you say, my name is Mandy, or if you, they know your real name, and they just keep calling you Amanda. And that is annoying when you don't like it, or you have a nickname that you want to go by, yeah. and nobody calls you that. So I understand that. Forget Gilligan. I think I want to be the skipper. <laughs> hey, look, the skipper's here. <laughs> Scott said Rocky Balboa, so I can say, yo, Adrian, all the time. (laughs) All right. Steve said, Darren, that was originally going to be my name, and I think it's nice. It's also from Bewitched. This is like uh, Nick at Night here with all these suggestions. Ryan said, the name's Bond, James Bond. Uh And 4515 said, nuclear, velociraptor, laser beam, razor blade, the third. Well, there you are. You're going to change your name. You're forced to change your name legally. What are you changing it to? 732-774-4444. You know what I really can't stand is when people, uh, they do have like a, you know, for example, my name is Robert, right? Yes. And you get somebody and their whole life, they're Bobby. Yeah. And then suddenly they're like, I'd like you to call me Robert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't do that. No. You're Bobby. That's who you are. <laughs> you just got to embrace it at this point. You're Billy, you're Timmy, you're Joey. You can't suddenly become, my, I'd like to be referred to as Timothy, please. I'm a doctor. Come on, shut up. Forced to change your name, what would you change it to? 732-774-4444. Still time to get in on this. We'd love to hear from you. You know, so uh, text us or get us on Facebook. A little bit of business. I want to mention again, Outlaw Pete's wife apparently missed it. So happy birthday again, Outlaw Pete's wife. Thanks yes. for listening today. And thank you, uh, Miriam, for listening. Happy birthday to Miriam from your hubby, Nick. Oh, very He's, nice. He sent that after the birthday file. But That's okay. Since we're listening right now, I thought I'd get that in. We'll get some more of your answers coming right up. The gateway to the weekend now open. Here they are, your Friday Horrible Scopes. It's Ross Britton. Aries, your energy levels improve today, and with a Mars-Saturn trine today, it's easier than usual to judge your limits, leading to better choices. Hmm. However, on this day before a new moon solar eclipse, it's best to build inspiration before putting brand new plans in motion. Taurus, today's Mars-Saturn influence helps even your mood, and you may thoroughly enjoy doing something productive. Even if it's just with one trusted person, you're at your best now in a partnership or team, and can get quite a bit done. Look at me. Gemini, your concentration improves today and you're taking a special interest in the practical side of your endeavors. Not really. Remember (laughs) that what you want to build now can have staying power, but it's important to put off big launches as we're only a day before a new moon eclipse. Huge. Cancer, that helpful Mars sign trying today will benefit creative projects that require a practical touch or detail work. But keep in mind that today's new moon eclipse will likely redirect you and brand new initiatives you make today may not take off. Leo, take advantage of today's Mars-Saturn trine like reorganizing your home environment, family-related pursuits, and constructive activities. With an eclipse occurring tomorrow, it's best not to officially begin something new. Virgo, with today's Mars-Saturn trine, you can apply yourself to your work, projects, or interests and feel satisfied that you're making headway. But keep in mind that with an eclipse tomorrow, it's best not to take on something entirely new as it may not take off. Libra, it comes more naturally than usual to focus on your priorities and enjoy the process today. Still, with an eclipse occurring tomorrow, it may be best to put decision-making on a shelf and instead focus on getting the work you need to do 
done. Get it done. Scorpio, with that Mars-Saturn trying today, you're incredibly motivated to get things done. But with the solar eclipse occurring tomorrow, it's best to focus on planning and strategizing rather than starting anew. Tomorrow. Sagittarius, with today's Mars-Saturn trine, you might discover that pouring your energy into a particular project can be absorbing in all the right ways. Keep in mind that it's the day before a solar eclipse and it makes more sense to unwind than to take on something brand new. I knew that. Capricorn, with a solar eclipse occurring tomorrow, today is better for tying up loose ends than for starting something new. Pacing yourself or taking on something one step at a time can be rewarding with the Mars-Saturn trine in play today. Hmm. Aquarius, with Mars and Saturn working in harmony, you can feel very comfortable with your responsibilities today. But with a solar eclipse occurring tomorrow, it's not the time for new beginnings. No. Instead, today is good for building up momentum, energy, and discipline. And finally, Pisces, today's Mars-Saturn trine stabilizes your energy levels and mood. A single-minded focus can be rewarding, and it can also be a helpful strategy today. Still, on this day before a solar eclipse, it's better to wait before pushing plans forward. And those are your Friday Horrible Scopes. Thanks, Ross. Or just do as I do and hide under a blanket all weekend long, yeah. and you'll be just fine. Mm-hmm. Don't forget Ross's big weekend show, 10 a.m. tomorrow, following our weekend show. Right here, Saturdays, on The Boss. Hello. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, 1071 The Boss, grabbing caller number 10 to play. Let's go. Hey, happy days, boss. How we doing? There we are. What's your name? John Sheridan. Don. It's the lad, the Irish lad. <laughs> Don Sheridan, a wee, a wee little Irish lad. Happy Aaron and go blah to you. Ah, thanks a lot, brother. Second Top time of the I've, morning to you, too. Second time <laughs> I've worked that in today. I don't know why, but... <laughs> All right, Don, it's a high-low free money game. You know the deal. Between 107, 1,007, it's a number ending in seven. Just so we're keeping track, we're on jackpot number 13. Let's get you your share of the couple of grand we're giving away here. What is the number? What do you think? Uh, it'd be nice if I did get it. Let's go 467. 467. 467 is too high. The leprechauns are not on your side today, Don. No worries, man. It's all good. It's all good. Happy days, bro. You as well. And you can play again at 1 o'clock. If you can get through, you can play. Uh, we'll do it again at 1 with Michelle, all right? You got it. Best of luck to you guys. All Cheers, right. Man. Thank Have you, my friend. <laughs> I think he was actually Irish. I he, thought he, he, I thought he was just being Irish. a clown, but yeah. I, think, I think he really is Irish. Yes. By the way, have I mentioned how people are changing their names so I can, on the call screen when the, the phone rings, I can see, please pick me, winner, winner? That's, that's amazing. Fun. you got to be color 10. I'm not going to just pick you. But that's dedication. But it is impressive because I, I wouldn't know how to do that. Change my <laughs> name on the phone. Michelle plays again, high, low at one. All right, now it's time uh, for the Friday Night Lights. Take a look at this uh, wet weekend we got going here. Joe Nolan. And look at all those high school sports happening tonight. A lot of it. Tons of it for tonight and tomorrow also. Uh, if uh, you're uh, going to be around today, you got a lot of great games. First of all, at 5-2, and two, Manchester will be hosting Asbury Park. Barnegat will go to Pinelands. Brick Memorial will take a trip, a long bus trip. It's undefeated, by the way. Uh, Brick Memorial, they are 7-0. and oh. They're going down to Lacey. Brick Township will be Middletown North. Lakewood is at Central. Colts Neck will play SJV, St. John Vianney. Ocean Township is at Freehold Township. 6-0, and oh, Homedale will be at Raritan. Jackson Liberty will be playing 5-1 and one Jackson. Southern and Long Branch will get at it later on tonight. Marlboro, who's 6-0, and oh, will be traveling to Rumson. Matawan is going to be playing Point Pleasant Borough. Borough is 5-1, and one, by the way. Monmouth 4-2 hosting Shore. Point Pleasant Beach will be hosting Tom's Zero East. 
Five and one, Donovan Catholic is at Red Bank. And then the highlight of Friday night for sure is Tom's River North. They will be hosting uh, Tom's River South. Ooh. North is six and one. South is five and one. So big game there in Tom's River. And then on Saturday, Freehold at Neptune. Hal at Red Bank Catholic. RBC is five and one. And then Keyport at Keensburg. And and the biggest game in the state, though, is going to be up in Bergen County. Number one and number two will be playing each other. Uh, 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 Bergen Catholic is 5-1. and one, So is St. Joe's Montville. And then uh, Morris Catholic, another big game. Morris Catholic will be in Immaculata. Immaculata 5-1. and one, Back to uh, the old early 90s Immaculata. So mm. there you go. Wow. Boy, that's some exciting stuff. A lot of rivalry games this weekend. That's you. super fun. Yeah. You know, you know it's, I, I still wish they'd play on Thanksgiving still. I, I, I just... I know they can. I know they change the playoffs and I know. all that. There's only a handful of Thanksgiving games. Uh, but, you know, you get a lot of that. Um, you just love to see those uh, games on Thanksgiving. And a lot of these games this weekend are what we used to be played on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. Oh, football season's all messed up now. This is game s- week six, I think, already. Yeah, game week six. No, week seven. 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 Why is it all week messed up? Seven. What does that mean? Why is it messed up? Well, you, they used to start the end of September. Oh, I see. And they would play, uh, the first game was like the you know the next to last weekend in September. And then they play through October, a couple of weeks in early November. Then they were off a week, and then they play on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And that was it. But now you got the playoffs. You got, you know, all these other things going on. And they don't want these kids playing, you know, like an NFL schedule. So, they, you know, I think so the kids probably uh, want to, though. Well, I would, sure. I they would, want to do endorsements too. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's fun. It makes it Thanksgiving more- is 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 uh, is American as apple pie. I really do Thanksgiving football. I I just love it. And uh, I think you probably get parents that complain that didn't want their kids having to be there on Thanksgiving. That's got to be well. The reason. You know what? Shut up. Same people that complain. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's the same people who complain about the plane in the rain. You know, so just shut up. <laughs> and the astroturf versus the grass. It's uh, those same people. Yeah, just, you know? Again, shut up. All right. Real-time traffic with Joe Nolan. You're not kidding. Don't backtrack. You're not kidding There at might all. actually be something to the AstroTurf yeah. thing, but the, rest, but the rest of it, you know. Uh, you know, if you don't like lights on a football field, don't move next door to it. That's fair. Yeah, only, That is fair. You're in the, you know, you the buy an $800,000 house and then you complain there are lights on the football field. Well, don't move there. Right. Pick a different $800,000 house. No, you yeah, can't. Right, that's, exactly. that's how you get the $5 million house for 800000 because it's next to the football field. <laughs> well, good that's point. You know? good that's point. true. And yeah, then, then they complain. But, well, then aim lower. That's right. Right. <laughs> Put so some it's just a, <laughs> it just it cracks me up, too. People like It's like the same thing when you buy a house near an airport then complain about the noise. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> Play football on Thanksgiving. You know, I already right. pl- I in played, the rain. Yeah, I played the thing on grass. Day. Yeah, that's right. Fine. <laughs> when did I lose control today? He's just on his own. It's Friday. It's on his own thing. We're having fun. We played it's Friday. The- I got a lot going on. Oh, I got isn't... the electrician here going through the house, ripping stuff up. I got I got all kinds of stuff going on. <laughs> I mean, it's not my problem. I don't know why you're gonna know. take over here. Take over? When did I take over? Well, I'm just I'm trying to do the traffic. I played the thing like five minutes ago, and you're still going on about well, the we're people. We're talking about football. People living next to the airport. Well, no, I'm talking about people living next door to the football field that complain about the lights. Well, uh, too bad. <laughs> I guess I agree with you. We agree. Okay. Nothing, right. nothing to discuss. Same with the airport people. Don't move there. I, Don't sure. move there. <laughs> the airport I, people. I agree. Move out near the cows and brick. That's right. Move out to brick. Be a lot Although in there. Brick, there's a lot of places in Brick with lights. Yeah. Lots of them. All right, so we're, ha- we're having lunch. We're not having lunch on Monday. Yeah, we are. Yeah, you, me, and Rich. Okay. And, I don't you're, know and you're going working. to see the Taylor Swift. Well, movie. I may not be available on Monday, so I need. What? I don't know if I'm. I don't know what time I'd be available because I've got some other things going on. <laughs> so. Then I got an all-day meeting all right, on fine. Tuesday. So all right, well, no, we'll have fine. lunch on, on Monday. Are we going to Harold's? Are we doing that? 
We're not going to Harold's. But that's where I want to go. Why do I have well, to? Too, well, no, we're not going to Harold's. You know what? It's it's like we want to go to a place where they give you human portions. <laughs> we're not going to Harold's. You know why I like it, because they give you a big party. I love Harold's. Don't get me wrong. I love Harold's. I I really do. Uh Last time I was at Harold's, it was for breakfast, and I got an omelet. There was like 11 eggs in it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Wow. uh, Rochelle, it was even even for me back then when I used to eat like an animal, it was was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. And it came with the sauce and the potatoes and the whole thing. You're looking at it like, oh, this is this is. It, it was tremendous. One of the best omelets I ever had in my life. I only had about a third of it. Yeah. Well, you got food for the next four days. Eleven eggs. That well, poor that's chicken. Just it. That poor chicken must have been sore. You know, it's a lot oh of eggs. Oh my gosh! All right, play, anyway. play the thing again. Real time traffic with Joe Nolan. Let's try again. All right. So we learned that Harold's has an eleven egg omelet. Uh-huh. We learned that if you live near a football field, don't complain about the lights. True. And don't move by an airport. That's right. See, three important things. All good, but All right. time for traffic. <laughs> <laughs> You're heading out. Can you tell how no, annoyed no. I am at this point? Very annoyed. Yeah, I don't care. He said. She said. Is uh, talking about your name. You hate it. You like it. Would you change it if you were forced to change your name legally? Change your name. What would you change it to? Seven three two seven seven four forty four forty four. Dan said, "My mom changed my name when I got older. She now refers to me as idiot. She might be right. <laughs> Moms do know these things." <laughs> Nick said, "Wolfgang Amadeus, obviously." Oh sure. Text from 8727 said, To Wong Fu, thanks for everything. Love, Julie Newmar. Damn it. Now I got that Amadeus, Amadeus. <laughs> Ama, Amadeus. Thanks for doing that to me. Sorry. It Rachel- wasn't you. It was the guy who texted. I know. Rachel said McLovin. <laughs> who is named McLovin? <laughs> it's just one name, like Cher. Greg said Boba Fett. Mm. Text from 7551 said, Optimus Prime. That's kind of cool. I, mean, I know it's goofy from the movie, but it's still kind of cool. It cool. would be kind of cool, didn't you? Hello, Optimus Prime. Good to yeah. meet you. I got a business meeting. I got a business card from Optimus Prime. Holy crap. That'd be awesome. And Ken would change his name to Daddy. So I was thinking I'd change my name to Ken. That's my middle name. Well, there you go. I'd be, uh, maybe I'd flip him around and be Ken Roberts. That'd be a good DJ That's name, That's actually right? a good name. That's kind of a news or a DJ name. Don't yeah, I don't, I don't hate that. You're going to change your name, forced to change your name legally. What would you change it to? You can have a little do-over on the name. 732-774-4444. 774-4444 to text or get us on Facebook. You've been presented this morning by Lombardi Plastic Surgery Center. Presented and powered by Lombardi Plastic yes. Surgery Center. The Numero Uno Injection Office in New Jersey. Of course, again, online there at LombardiPlasticSurgery.com. That's LombardiPlasticSurgery.com. And Rochelle will see you out there for that special event that they could go on this upcoming Thursday afternoon at the Eatontown location, mm-hmm. and they get the new Lips and Drips as well, um, which is over in Marlboro. So thank yes. you to our friend, Dr. Lombardi. Big weekend. Don't forget the Saturday show tomorrow. Catch up on the podcast this weekend. We're back in action with Dead Guy in the Envelope Yacht Rock Monday, Fast Five, birthdays, whole lot more. Monday morning, don't be late, 6 a.m. live. Have yourself a great weekend and stay dry, babe.